place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement, then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. It is Thursday, December the 7th. Glad you could join us today on this beautiful day in the neighborhood. I tell you, if the weather gets much better, we'll think it's springtime instead of wintertime. As looking outside my window pane, looks like it's going to be around 55 for the high today. And also looks like that uh, tomorrow's going to be around 62 degrees. And look, look at Saturday. Saturday's going to be 65. Ooh. So, yeah, 
but don't get too used to that because uh, even though Sunday's 56, look at Monday. Monday's 40. But, you know, we got 50 and 49, 48. That's pretty good weather for our time of the year. So uh, we'll take that. But uh, I always tell people, just hang on. Even though it says what it says, the weather changes about as much as people change their mind. But uh, looking at our current radar conditions, you can see that nothing's going on right here in our little portion of East Kentucky. And uh, you can see that there are some things going on up in, uh, well, kind of uh, Philadelphia and New York, Pennsylvania, that area. But nothing going on, not so much, I guess, uh, kind of, kind of, uh, Delaware, that area, yeah. But anyway, uh, glad that you've joined us today. And we got uh, surprised last night. Uh, the um, The church threw a little celebration for me uh, concerning this broadcast. They uh, had a cake that uh, had uh, uh, congratulations, 10 years of uh, having CAC Daily ICAST. And so the church threw a little, uh, like, dinner and all of that after service, a complete surprise to me. My my wife kept that a good secret. And uh, so they planned that, and we just had a great time after service, just uh, sitting around, talking, laughing, and uh, just uh, appreciate all that had uh you know, giving me cards and uh, all of those that uh, were there to celebrate. It's just a, a good thing to know that people appreciate what we're doing right here at CAC Daily ICAST for 10 years. That's right, 10 years. And uh, we were talking about some of the things that have happened in the in the 10 years we've been on air uh, they've been a lot of funny things happen since we've been on the air. And, of course, there's been some other things that uh, happened. Uh, uh, one of the things that was uh, a good part of our uh, our broadcast was when we had a viewer from Canada who would uh, come in every morning, and he would not only watch, but he would uh, comment. We'd let him call in, and he would comment. Uh, and and do that and and we did that for a while and uh, we had a uh, several viewers from out of the country uh, not just Canada but from out of the country uh, that would contact us and ask for prayer and that's always an encouragement to know that people are watching all across the U.S. and around the world it just means a lot to know that people are watching not just locally I appreciate all of our local folks, though, because uh, locally uh, that that makes up a big number of uh, the viewers. But uh, we certainly appreciate all of those across the U.S. and around the world. We also have a faithful viewer out in Arizona, and this viewer has been a blessing to this broadcast in many ways through contributions, through prayers, uh, through uh, being a faithful viewer. And for years and years, this viewer has joined in every day uh, that they were able. So we give a shout out 
and a hand clap to our viewer in Arizona. And also, uh, we have uh, viewers, like I say, from all across the U.S. and around the world. And uh, we uh, we have had, and uh, you know, I, I don't get the names of the people uh, that are viewing. I see where they're viewing from, which means I see the state they're viewing from and all of that. Uh, we've, we've got uh, many, many that have showed up um uh, and and I mean we're talking hundreds and hundreds of viewers uh per broadcast and we certainly appreciate that. We just celebrate ten years that the Lord has allowed us to be gathered here Monday through Friday to have an audience to speak to. Uh that that is everything because if there was no audience, you know, when the audience quits tuning in that's when I shut the, the program down and say, well, it's been a good run. But for 10 years, we've had, a, a, you know, viewers. We've had uh, people watching. We've had people commenting. We've had uh, people that would contact us for prayer requests and things like that. So uh, for 10 years, yeah, hats off to all of our viewers because you have made this broadcast possible. And also, uh, we want to make mention of our upcoming announcements. Uh, we do have some stuff that is coming up at CAC. We got our Christmas program coming up this weekend. That's right. We got our Christmas program. And uh, we want to remember that, uh, that uh, this Sunday is our Christmas program, 6 o'clock. And so we hope to see everybody there. Also, Archer Park. Uh, taking the young kids to Archer Park to see the lights, and that is going to be Friday, December the 15th, leaving the church at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, and the sign-up sheet for all are on the back podium. 18 and under or under 18 must, must have a permission slip. So that's under 18. Uh, and... Uh, we just wanted to let you know about that because uh, sometimes, um, you know, kids show up and if they don't have permission, that can put us in a in a bad place if something was to happen like a wreck or something. So uh, we got to have those permission slips uh, signed. Also, the Christmas party, we got to have, uh, we're going to have, I should say, a Christmas party and... Uh, that uh, that is something that uh, we uh, we are looking forward to, and that is going to be December December the twenty first, six to eight p.m. And waivers are on the back of the podium at church. Parents of children under eighteen. Uh, our announcements are eighteen and under, but it's actually under eighteen. Once you're eighteen, you're considered an adult. Uh, and make your own decisions here in Kentucky. Uh, so under 18 uh, must submit a completed uh, form before the party, or you won't get to uh, enjoy what everybody else is enjoying. So make sure you do that. Then our CAC New Year's Eve celebration coming up Sunday, December 31st, 9 p.m. to after midnight. So keep that in mind. And uh, we just 
are looking forward to uh, these great things. We do have some prayer requests. We want to remember the Charlotte Vainzettel family, and uh, her sister attends our church, and uh, we want to continue to pray for Sister Joy Briggs that the Lord will comfort her. Also, let's remember Shane Hurley. Let's remember my brother, James McKinney, Jr., uh, he uh, is still in the hospital, and I will be going and visiting with him today after the broadcast I'll be leaving out. Also, uh, Shannon Pruitt, uh, Scotty Belcher, Levi McCoy, Barbara Dove, Pam Bartley, Irvin Justice, Daniel Long. Uh, let's remember Gwen New, and also let's remember another, uh, another uh, request for Hubert Mullins, Hubert Mullins. Let's remember that. And uh, I know that the Lord is going to move for them because we got people that have faith that are going to be praying. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. If you have a prayer request, of course, you can send that in to our prayer line at 606-282-4108, or you can email that to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us once again to celebrate 10 years of being CAC Daily ICAST. Thank you, Lord, for the ability to give us the knowledge and wisdom and the means to do this broadcast. Lord, I pray that you would continue to bless those that are watching, that their families will be healed, they will be healed, the provisions will be given, and that this broadcast will be an outlet where we can reach the world with your word. I pray, Lord, that you would bless all those on our prayer list, bless the broadcast today, that everything we say and do will bring honor unto you. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, let's just jump right in, do our Bible reading today. Chapter 18. Now it came to pass in the third year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, that Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. Twenty and five years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty and nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Abi, the daughter of Zechariah. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father did. He removed the high places, and brake the images, and cut down the groves, and brake in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made. For unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it, and he called it Nehushtan. He trusted in the Lord God of Israel, so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor any that were before him. For he clave to the Lord, and departed not from following him, but kept his commandments which the Lord commanded Moses. And the Lord was with him, and he prospered whithersoever he went forth, and he rebelled against the king of Assyria and served him not. He smote the Philistines, even unto Gaza and the borders thereof, from the tower of the watchmen to the fenced city. And it came to pass in the fourth year of King Hezekiah, which was the seventh year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, that Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against Samaria and besieged it. And at the end of three years they took it, even in the sixth year of Hezekiah, that is the ninth year of Hoshea, king of Israel. 
Samaria was taken. And the king of Assyria did carry away Israel unto Assyria, and put them in Hala and in Habor by the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes, because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord their God, but transgressed his covenant, and all that Moses the servant of the Lord commanded, and would not hear them, nor do them. Now in the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah did Sennacherib king of Assyria come up against all the fenced cities of Judah, and took them. And Hezekiah king of Judah sent to the king of Assyria to Lachish, saying, I have offended, return from me, that which thou puttest on me will I bear. And the king of Assyria appointed unto Hezekiah king of Judah three hundred talents of silver and thirty talents of gold. And Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasures of the king's house. At that time did Hezekiah cut off the gold from the doors of the temple of the Lord and from the pillars which Hezekiah king of Judah had overlaid and gave it to the king of Assyria. And the king of Assyria sent Tartan and Rabsaris and Rabshakeh from Lachish to king Hezekiah with a great host against Jerusalem. And they went up and came to Jerusalem. And when they were come up, they came and stood by the conduit of the upper pool, which is in the highway of the fuller's field. And when they had called to the king, there came out to them Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, which was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and Joah the son of Asaph the recorder. And Rabshakeh said unto them, Speak ye now to Hezekiah, Thus saith the great king, the king of Assyria, What confidence is this wherein thou trustest? Thou sayest, but they are but vain words, I have counsel and strength for the war. Now on whom dost thou trust that thou rebellest against me? Now behold, thou trustest upon the staff of this bruised reed, even upon Egypt, on which if a man lean it will go into his hand and pierce it. So is Pharaoh king of Egypt unto all that trust on him. But if ye say unto me, We trust in the Lord our God, is not that he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah hath taken away, and hath said to Judah and Jerusalem, Ye shall worship before this altar in Jerusalem? Now therefore, I pray thee, give pledges to my lord the king of Assyria, and I will deliver thee two thousand horses, if thou be able on thy part to set riders upon them. How then wilt thou turn away the face of one captain of the least of my master's servants, and put thy trust on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen? Am I now come up without the Lord against this place to destroy it? The Lord said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then said Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, and Shebna, and Joah, unto Rabshakeh, Speak, I pray thee, to thy servants in the Syrian language, for we understand it, and talk not with us in the Jews' language in the ears of the people that are on the wall. But Rabshakeh said unto them, Hath my master sent me to thy master and to thee to speak these words? Hath he not sent me to the men which sit on the wall, that they may eat their own dung and drink their own piss with you? 
Then Rabshakeh stood and cried with a loud voice in the Jews' language and spake, saying, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus saith the king, Let not Hezekiah deceive you, for he shall not be able to deliver you out of his hand. Neither let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord, saying, The Lord will surely deliver us, and this city shall not be delivered into the hand of the king of Assyria. Hearken not to Hezekiah, for thus saith the king of Assyria, Make an agreement with me by a present, and come out to me, and then eat ye every man of his own vine, and every one of his fig tree, and drink ye every one the waters of his cistern. Until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of corn and wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of oil, olive, and of honey, that ye may live and not die, and hearken not unto Hezekiah, when he persuadeth you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. Hath any of the gods of the nations delivered at all his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and of Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharvaim, Hena, and Iva? Have they delivered Samaria out of mine hand? Who are they among all the gods of the countries that have delivered their country out of mine hand, that the Lord should deliver Jerusalem out of mine hand? But the people held their peace and answered him not a word, for the king's commandment was, saying, Answer him not. Then came Eliakim the son of Hilkiah, which was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and Joah the son of Asaph the recorder, to Hezekiah with their clothes rent, and told him the words of Rabshakeh. Currently outside my window pane, it is about 30 degrees. Oh. I know. But it's going to warm up today. It's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, oh, about 55 degrees. We'll take that. 62 tomorrow. 65 on Saturday. Oh, you're going to want to go out and plant a garden. Well, let's see if we can't do a little bit of this. We like to uh, just ask everybody if you've got a minute. Well, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. So here we go. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. In 1 John 4 and 4, it says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Do you ever feel outnumbered? Do you ever feel like you're being challenged on every level of your faith? Do you sometimes feel like the Goliaths of this world are winning the battle? 
Sometimes we just need to be reminded of who lives in us. The New Living Translation says it this way, But you belong to God, my dear children. You've already won a victory over these people because the spirit that lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. The greater lives in you. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the List Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, that's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And whether you get those cable channels or satellite service or not, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question what two things did Elisha do with the enemy Aramean army after striking them blind? What two things did Elisha do with this enemy army after striking them blind? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results... Yeah, we got the results of yesterday's trivia question, and yesterday's trivia question was simply this. It was, um, who killed Joram and took the throne of Israel? And out of those that participated, it looks like that 75% of you got it correct. So we'll give you a hand clap. Well, that means that 75% of you got it correct. What is the correct answer? Why, it was Jehu, and that is 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 24, who killed Joram and took the throne of Israel, and that was Jehu in 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 24. And today's trivia question, what two things did Elisha do with the army, uh, the Aramean army, after striking them blind. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And let's see what else we got here. Well, we need to squeeze this in. This is the Commonwealth Minute. And the Commonwealth Minute is brought to you by Commonwealth Policy Center. And the executive director is 
Richard Nelson. So uh, here we go with the title of today's is Deep Fakes Do Real Harm. So let's see what this is about. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Deep fakes are threatening our understanding of reality. Now, a deep fake is a picture or a video that's altered and faked with the intention to deceive. Deep fakes are emerging from the Israeli Hamas war, and the intent here is to shape opinion and elicit emotional responses. In the first days of the war, deep fakes included the bodies of babies, children, and families. Jean-Claude Goldstein, a CEO of a tech company that uses artificial intelligence to assess the validity of online claims, said that it's going to get worse, a lot worse, before it gets better. This is a warning that each of us needs to be careful to validate what is true before we believe it and then pass it on. In the meantime, let's be very careful and pray that we not be fooled by deepfakes. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And there you have it. The, the AI and all of this has created all sorts of fake news and fake uh, videos. And so now, you know what? It's going to be one of them things, uh, you know, um, don't believe nothing that you, uh, I don't know how that went, nothing you see and half of what you hear or, or nothing you hear and half of what you see. Either way, make sure you know the truth. Don't just rely on Facebook. <laughs> I've heard people say, oh, it was on Facebook. Well, that don't make it gospel. <laughs> that don't make it gospel. Uh, you know, if you're not careful, you will let all of the pretentiousness and, and AI and all of the technology fool you. And, you know, how many people could get fooled if uh, if CNN or, or uh, ABC, CBS, uh, Fox News, or any of these organizations started posting fake stuff saying, oh, uh, Jesus came back today. What kind of panic would that put in the religious world? So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, AI deep fake videos out there. So just make sure you know what is right. And that's why the Bible says that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So, yeah, we don't want to be fooled. Well, the trivia question is up and running. This is no fooling around. What two things did Elisha do with the enemy Aramean army after striking them blind? Well, coming up in just, well, we got to take our little break right now because we have worked our way to the bottom of the broadcast. And so we always have 20, 25 minutes of teaching we're in the book of Revelation. We don't want you to go anywhere. We don't want you to touch at any key. So stick around. Hang around. We'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. 
CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9:30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to q95fm.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW TV, and you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2:30 p.m. on Mountain Top Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2:30 simply by going to MountainTopMedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily@cacphelps.org or cacdaily@cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. We certainly appreciate you joining us today as we are studying our way through the Book of Revelation. And of course, there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of、uh, deep things in there, futuristic things in there. But the most important thing to understand about the Book of Revelation is exactly what the title of the book is. The revelation of Jesus Christ. So once we understand that, all of these other things,、uh, they're important to know. They're good to know,、uh, but we need to know who Jesus is, and that's the revelation of who He is. He's coming back for a church that's ready, a glorious church. The Bible says, "Without spot, without blemish." I want to be ready. Amen. So we want to pick up where we left off yesterday. We started in verse number eleven. We're just going to recap with that、uh, because we have so many things that uh, uh, needs to be tied together. And so, in order to understand、uh, the first part of this, we have to go to、uh, verse eleven again. So let's just jump right in to our study today. And it begins to say this. And I beheld a. Another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed, and he doeth great wonders, so that he make a fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. 
And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. So I want to stop right there as we go to the Lord in prayer. That's uh, reading to the end of chapter 13. But I want to back up to verse 12 and start diving into uh, our study today. So let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty miraculous way for each and every one today as we study your word, that they will get information, you will give the revelation, and we'll all leave here with more knowledge than we came. Bless us, Lord, to rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, and if we misquote, misrepresent your word in any way, Reveal it to us. Help us to make it right because we want to speak truth in all of our teaching and preaching. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. One of the first things that it begins to talk about, uh, this beast does great wonders. And uh, in verse number 12, uh, it just begins to say that he exercised all authority, all authority or power, if you will, and uh, of the first beast. And uh, you got to remember the first beast rose up out of the sea. The second beast rises up out of the earth or the land. So uh, he exercises all uh, of the power uh, of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast. The second beast causes people to worship the first beast. And I think it's important that you look at that and you begin to understand that uh, this is um, um, a, a forcing, if you will, of all that are on the earth to worship the first beast. And we find that uh, this first beast had a deadly wound healed. And then he starts performing these great signs and wonders. And if you remember yesterday, I was talking about how important it is that we're not hung up on uh, signs and wonders and, and, uh, and mir miraculous or supernatural things. Uh, nothing wrong with expecting them when the confines of the word of God, uh, but don't get in a place to where that is all that we look for, or that is all that we begin to, uh, uh, uh think has anything to do with God because the devil is always going to imitate and, uh, he's always going to try to do the same thing, just like the magicians in Egypt, you remember when Moses would do something with the staff and the magicians would do the same thing? Well, that's what the devil's trying to do here. 
It's nothing more than deception. Um, you know, we talked a little bit earlier today about AI and how that deception can go on with AI because it makes it look like somebody uh, that you know and trust is saying something uh, when it's just really a made-up video. It's it's AI. And uh, But, uh, you know, when you start looking at the way the devil imitates, he is doing uh, everything to try to imitate whatever God does. You know, um, it, it's almost like what you do, I'm going to do. And we see it didn't work in Egypt, right? There came that final time when Moses uh, and the power of the Lord and the authority of the Lord overpowered the uh, the magicians in Egypt. It's going to be the same here in the end time. We understand that there's going to be some imitation, but the Lord is going to prevail over it all. That's why you have to serve the Lord in the confines of the church, in the confines of his word, because there's going to be a lot of stuff that is not of God that is going to be presented as God. Now, um, this false prophet, this beast from the earth, is, uh, as we said, has religious authority, has uh, power, and uh, he's he's causing all them that dwell in the earth to worship the first beast who had the deadly wound. Remember, he had a deadly wound and was healed. And then in verse 13, it begins to talk about this. He doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Now, if you saw a man today and started talking about authority and religious and religion, and then all of a sudden he can call fire down from heaven, remember Elijah? Remember others in the Bible? Remember even the disciples asked one time, you want us to just call down fire from heaven and destroy all these people? So the ability to, to call down fire from heaven is given by the Lord. But look at what happens when this false prophet, that's what he's called, a false prophet, begins to call down fire from heaven in the sight of men. And the Bible says, he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do. He deceives those that dwell upon the earth. He deceives them. Why? Because he can call fire down. He can do miracles. People's going to say, oh, isn't this of God? After all, doing these miracles, calling fire down from heaven, that's why we have to make sure we know the word of the Lord because we understand that today there's a lot of sign seekers. There's a lot of people looking for miracles and wonders. The Bible didn't say that God's people would follow the signs and the wonders, but the Bible does say these things, signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. So it's, it's not going to be something we are looking for and mesmerized by. I know people that talk about all sorts of stuff, and they're just so mesmerized by it. 
And it makes me want to question, is this some antichrist spirit today trying to deceive people, or is it of God? And you have to make that determination. The only way you can make that determination is in the mouth of two or three witnesses, and his word is his witness. And so if you if you look in the word and you see it and you embrace it, stay focused, focused in the word and not focused on the um, productions, if you will, of the world. If we're not careful, we will start drifting away from the word and start looking for something out of the ordinary. Well, he deceiveth this false prophet deceives. Look what it says. He deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast. Isn't that crazy? That uh, Now that lets you know that this is not of God because the Lord said we shall have no graven image. Don't make any graven images. All these people that's, that's uh, you know, uh, uh, carving out things and, and bowing down to them. There's religions that have statues of Mary, and they bow down to it, and, and uh, you know, statues of Jesus, and they bow down to it. Uh, we're not to have any graven images. So this alone should tell you this is a false prophet. This is not of God. This is not something that uh, people should follow. Because he is saying to them that dwell on the earth, he's deceived them now, and they're following him, and he's commanding them to worship the beast. And he says, now you make an image to the beast. Notice how this is the same exact uh, thing that happened with the children of Israel when Moses has gone in the mount to talk to God, and Aaron and the, and the children of Israel are left there in the desert. And they began to cry out, make us an image. Make us a golden calf that we can bow down and worship it. You see, the, the false prophet wants you to bow down to an image made unto, uh, and just let me read it here. It says, uh, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast. And look what else it says, which had the wound by the sword and did live. Trying to show this is somebody because it was wounded and it rose again. It has to be powerful and and have authority and influence. That's why we can't get mesmerized by people that have influence. And I say this all the time, and people, I think sometimes it, it just hits and bounces off. It doesn't really sink in. But people are mesmerized with fame and fortune today. They're mesmerized with country stars, rock and roll stars. They're mesmerized with all sorts of different people of importance, people with positions in life. I know people that even just about worship preachers today. We have to be careful that we are not gullible 
we're not naive. We're not unlearned. We, we can't fall into that place where we look and say, well, um, this, uh, this person brought down fire from heaven. They had to be of God. Or this happened. It has to be of God. Make sure whatever you see lines up with the word of God. That's, that's the best advice I can give you. That's the best advice anybody can give you is make sure what mesmerizes you is the word of God and the savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And if you will keep your eyes on him, you won't be deceived. You won't be deceived. But look, look, he's trying to make them, uh, all them that dwell on earth, make an image to the beast uh, who had the deadly wound and now lives. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. They made this image, and now he has power to give life to it. This is pretty astounding because, uh, you know, the beast rising up from the sea has signs and wonders to back up his false teaching. A specific miracle of the false prophet is described that he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, deceives them, tells them that now they need to make uh, like a, a um, an image to the beast. And, you know, Jesus said that some who work miracles, even in his name, um, aren't true because they're going to do things that just to try to bring fame or fortune to self. Uh, Matthew, if you would like to read that, you can find it in Matthew 24 and 24. Paul said the Antichrist will come with all power, signs, and lying, lying wonders. And that's found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 9. In the days of Exodus, well, uh, you know, miracles were performed. And the magicians performed miracles. That's how the magicians had the people in Egypt fooled. They could do these things. We have to be careful that we don't fall into deception. So this um, false prophet had the power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image should both what? Speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Now, um, deception is what this beast has. We just talked about AI. It is said in the technology world that somebody can take 30 seconds to a minute of your voice, my voice, anybody's voice, just just a small sound bite of our voice, and then make it say, and they can put up any image, they can put up uh, the president's face and make him sound just like you or me. He can, he, you know, that's how AI works. It makes it appear that the image is speaking. And uh, so am I saying this is AI here? No, but I'm saying that 
this is something that shouldn't be so far-fetched that this uh, false prophet causes this, uh, this image to, uh, to speak. Because if, if this image can speak and, and uh, you know, uh, and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed, now, look what it says here. I want to back up just a minute. He hath power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. So two things are happening. The image is going to speak, and the image is going to kill those that will not worship the beast. Now, all of that, it may seem strange. It may be strange to the whole world that, uh, that um, this kind of worship of the image uh, of a man, of a beast. Uh, but the, the uh, thing that we must remember is there's always people who will follow something false if it has something miraculous attached to it. You know, just think about cults. How do people get people to follow them? You know, Jim Jones had had all of those people follow him, even to death. You know, David Koresh. Um, you know, we can go on Charles Manson. Um just has these people that follow. So following a false prophet, worshiping a beast, uh, making an image, all of this is not unheard of because we see the tendencies that happen in our world today. I hope I've, I've kind of made that clear. The image of the beast is animated or as it says, give life to the beast, that it has breath and can speak. Now, whether it's animated supernaturally or technologically. And again, I, I, I pause here to say, I'm not saying it's AI, but what I'm saying is this deception will go on. And here's the thing. Who has the power of death and life in their hands? Okay. We can say, uh, you know, Jesus Christ. He has all power, right? He, he has the power to let live. He has the power to, to bring life. He has the power to take life. Um, we all understand that. This, this beast... You think that Satan has the power to give life or take life? You remember when when um, Satan came before God and began to uh, God began to talk to him about Job, and he said, "Okay, you can do anything you want to, but don't take his life." The devil can't take nobody's life unless the Lord allows it, because who holds? all power in their hands, who is able to say yes or no, 
God Almighty, our Savior, our King, the one that delivers us, the one that keeps us, who had power to breathe into man the breath of life? Well, it was God. So with all of that, I don't think, and, and just from reading the word, I don't think that this false prophet has the power to actually bring life, but he does have the power of deception to make it appear to be alive. So whether you think it is supernatural or whether you think it is uh, something to do with technology, such as AI or something else, well, whatever means, this, this image begins to breathe, move, speak, and kill. It, it has that appearance. You know, they was just talking about AI, and I know i got to close, but they was just talking about AI this morning uh, with the Israeli and Hamas battle. And they said that Hamas put out an AI video, which was uh, showing dead babies everywhere and all sorts of other stuff, and it was all fake video. It was not real but they did it to try to change the mind of the world and change the mind of those that have influence with Israel. And uh, so that's why I say we have to use the word of God as our baseline of all knowledge, all understanding everything, because if we're not careful, we will fall victim to deception, whether it's now with preachers and teachers or whether it's to come with this time here. So with that, I want to close. Um, Paul spoke of the abomination of desolation. It's an idolatrous image set up in a holy place of a rebuilt temple. It is an abomination in the sense of being supreme idolatry. And it is desolation in the sense that it will bring the judgment described by the seals, trumpets, and bowls. With that, I want to close because I want you to understand that with all technology, with all of the ability of man, we find that there are things that, um, that we can see and understand, can can I can comprehend how they can, how a deceptive, false prophet can make something appear to be alive, just by knowing the the technology of the day. But with that said, I want to close, and I want us to pray that we will not be deceived. In fact, you remember many times that the Lord just began to tell. Uh, you know, the people said, let no man, what, deceive you. Let no man deceive you. So that's what we got to do. We got to let no man deceive us. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the understanding of the beast, the first beast, the second beast. 
false prophet, the deception that's going on not only now, but will go on in the end time. Help us, Lord, as your people to not be deceived, but to know your word, to follow your word, to follow you, and not be deceived by anything that would try to bring worship to any other because your glory you're not going to give to another and we are commanded in your word that we are to worship you and you only help us to do that Lord help us to rightly divide the word of truth expound it fully every time we teach or preach so that your people will be prepared and not be deceived for it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray if we have misquoted, misrepresented your word in any way, forgive us, Lord, because our desire is to teach and preach truth. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed the teaching today. That's a powerful lesson, isn't it? And just learning how to not be deceived and, and realizing that um, deception can happen. Um, the false prophet's going to deceive people. Uh, the beast is going to uh, uh, be given life, uh, you know, so it can speak. Uh, that That's uh, something that, you know, technology can do. That's something that could happen supernatural. But ever how you believe it to happen I would like to say this, just simply be prepared so that you will not be deceived. Know the word of God. Keep your eyes on Jesus and you'll never go wrong. Well, we do have our trivia question up and running and our trivia question for today is simply this. It is, uh, what two things did Elisha do with the enemy? after striking them blind. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.